Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. Obey. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to hear. I'm not going to heed. If you have a heart of rebellion, you have a hard heart. And you can be all tough and I'm my own man or I'm my own woman, but I'm going to tell you something. It's not you that is in control. And it's not you... Who has the rule? Who is it that's taking the seat? It's not you in your own power and your own will that said, I ain't listening. I want you to know something. Satan is picking up the seed of the word. And Satan has you deceived. And Satan has clouded your vision. Why? Because he loves you so much? No, because he wants to ruin your life. And the moment we in our own flesh puff up and say, I'm not listening to this. I'm not going to hear the word. I'm not going to heed the word. You have a cold, hard heart. And you are the one that is deceived. And Satan has blinded your eyes. And you should determine by God's grace that I'm going to open up the soil of my heart. And I'm going to soften. And I'm going to let the bitterness go away. And I'm going to let the unforgiveness go away. And I'm going to strive to have a heart that's cultivated for God. Don't give Satan place. We are so proud. (laughs) I don't have to listen to that. I don't have to listen to that preacher. I don't have to listen to that word. I got this all figured out. You're wrong. It's Satan that is stealing your seed. And it's Satan that has you deceived. And may God help us not to have a heart that's like the wayside. Scripture continues... It tells us about not only a hard heart, but a shallow heart. Look what the Scripture says in verse number 16. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Now that's exciting. Guess what happens? They hear the word, and they're like, woohoo, this is great. But here's what happens next. The Bible says in verse number 17, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. What happens? I've seen this happen over and over again in the lives of new Christians, or maybe supposedly new Christians, but I also see it happen in the lives of God's people. And it may be happening in your life. You come and you sit and you listen and you hear the preacher and while I'm bringing the message and you think about the principles that we find in God's Word, guess what happens? I mean, that seed is sown and immediately an excitement and I'm going to do different, I'm going to do better, I'm going to live for God. It springs up. You walk out of the church, your cell phone rings, And somebody's got some discouraging word. You get in the car and the kids start to fuss and fight and the the tension begins to rise in the vehicle. 
Everybody with kids are smiling. And you say, I'm going to be faithful to church. I'm going to read my Bible. The word goes into stony ground, springs up, but guess what happens? The sun comes out. And because in the heart of that person, because in your heart and in my heart, I'm shallow. Nobody wants to admit they're shallow, but the truth of the matter is, all of us at times need to admit we've got some shallow spots. Because you know what happens? The seed springs up, the sun scorches it, and it dies That desire to read God's Word, that desire to come back to church on Sunday night, that desire to be faithful, that desire to live for God, that desire not to act like that again, that desire to forsake that sin that sprang up in your heart when the Word was presented, it's scorched away. And you know what happens? The Bible says it. A little bit later you even become offended. Why? Why is it that I just can't seem to get traction and do better? I'll tell you. The soil of your heart is shallow. And we all deal with these seasons of shallowness. And may God help us to cultivate our hearts. You see, there was a wayside hard heart. There was a stony ground shallow heart. Then among the thorns, there was a crowded heart. Crowded heart. Look what the Bible says with me in verse number 18. And these are they which are sown among the thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of other things enter in, entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Look at verse number 19 with us. A crowded heart. What's in that heart? The cares of this world. Do you know that the fear of God will cast away all lesser fears? When we put God first in our lives, we learn that we can trust the Lord with the cares of this world. And the cares of this world begin to pale because of the glory of God and the faithfulness of our Father. The cares of this world. There's all kinds of things I love to do. I saw a sign one time, I'd rather be, and right beside of it it said, fishing, hunting, bowling, uh, the list, golfing. I mean, the list went on and on. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I like to do all kinds of stuff. But the truth of the matter is, anything that takes the place of God is an idol. And may we be willing, may we be willing to cast aside the what the idols in our lives and live for Jesus. Because you know what happens in a crowded heart? A crowded heart bears no fruit. A crowded heart bears no fruit. It was consumed by the cares of this world. The seed was choked by the cares of this world. The seed was choked by the deceitfulness of riches. Oh, it's sad to see how many folks I've seen ruin their lives pursuing something, some riches. Oh, it's awful. And I've met lots of people, once they had it, they wish they didn't have it anymore. 
The Bible teaches us that we need to be content in whatsoever state we're in. And if God's trusted you with riches, praise the Lord. If God hasn't, praise the Lord. I like how the Bible says it. Deceitfulness of riches. You think, oh man, if I only had that. How many of you ever had this thought? Oh man, if I only had that. And then you get that, and that doesn't satisfy you for very long. And the next thing you know, you think, oh, if I could only have that. How many of you would be just be honest and say, I've been guilty? <laughs> you know what that's called in the Bible? The deceitfulness of riches. The deceitfulness of riches. You know what the riches and the deceitfulness of riches have the tendency to do? Crowd your heart. The Bible says, and the lust of other things. <laughs> the lust desiring other things. Entering in, what does it do? It chokes the word. And it becometh unfruitful. Oh, may God help us not to have a crowded heart. Where we crowd out God, we crowd out His Word. Finally, the good ground. I love to get to the good ground. You know what happens to the good ground? In verse number 7, the Bible says about the good ground, some fell among, uh, I'm sorry, verse number 8, other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30, some 60, some 100. In verse number 20, the Bible says this, And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. What happens? When the seed falls on a cultivated heart, the seed grows. It springs forth. I like how the Bible says it sprang up. It increased and brought forth. In verse 20, So are they which hear the word, receive the word, and bring forth fruit. You know what I want with my life? I want to be a fruit-bearing Christian. You know what the key is? Keep my heart. Proverbs, you don't need to turn there, but mark this verse in your Bible. Or mark it in your notes if you'd like. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse number 23. Proverbs 4 verse 23. The Bible says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. You know what that word means? Keep, guard, protect, tend to. How many of you are like me and your grandparents, and maybe you've done it yourself, you use this term. We keep the garden. He keeps a garden. How many of you have heard somebody refer to their housework and we keep house? What's that mean? That means you tend to it. You cultivate it. You protect it. You guard it. And the Bible says, keep thy heart. What's that mean? Cultivate your own heart. You know what I hear and I hate it. I know it's true. I hear people say, I'm trying, but it just ain't working. If you're from a little further north, you say, I'm trying, but it just doesn't work.
Here's what God wants you to do. He wants you to inspect the soil of your heart. And be honest. Where are you? You see, you say it's not working. I'll just tell you something. If the Bible's not working for you, it's not the Bible's fault. And I'll just tell you, if the Bible's not working for you, it's not the sower's fault. If the Bible's not working for you, there's one place to look for fault. And it's in your own heart. You say, I know my heart. No, you don't. The Bible says that your heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? But I'll tell you something. God has made it very plain and made it very possible that you can cultivate the soil of your heart with humility. You can cultivate the soil of your heart with repentance. You can cultivate the soil of your heart by admitting the fact that it's cold and hard or it's shallow or it's crowded. And you know what happens? The moment you begin to acknowledge the fact that your heart's soil is hard or shallow, it begins to soften, deepen. You say, my heart's crowded. You know what begins to happen? The weeds begin to go away. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then the Word will take root. And guess what happens? We bear fruit. Oh, it's wonderful to bear fruit. You see, fruit-bearing Christians make good husbands. And fruit-bearing Christians make good wives. Fruit-bearing Christians make good children. And fruit-bearing Christians make good fathers and mothers and grandparents and friends. And may God help us to judge the soil of our heart. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at ChilhowieBaptistChurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.